Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll be discussing real life situations and give y'all practical advice. The point of this podcast is to help you stay in your financial lane and enhance your overall financial behaviors so you won't end up broke. I'm the creator and host, Richie. Now, let's jump into today's conversation. What up, y'all? I know I didn't been on hiatus. What has been? Weeks. It's been three weeks that I've been gone. I didn't been through a lot. Okay, I ain't got no excuses. The one thing that I will say is that I love having such a great tribe that y'all have still been recycling all of the old episodes, still listening. I've been on vacation. I went home to Chicago, been to Atlanta. I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about that as we get into the episode, but I just want to thank y'all for all of the support. Yes, I'm fine. I've just been on hiatus and y'all know how I am. Sometimes I be wanting to jump on there on my Instagram page just to say no episode this week, but I've been giving y'all plenty of bonus episodes for the last couple of months. So I felt like y'all were still good. Y'all know I take these breaks from time to time, but I'm never gone for too long. So I'm back. Okay. So thank you so much to everybody for all of your support, wherever it is that you're listening, whatever streaming platform it is. Thank you so much. Truly appreciate you. Continue to share, continue to listen. Go ahead and support the Instagram page at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. I truly appreciate all of it. All right. So I'm just going to go ahead and start it off there. Y'all, I'm back and just know I got a good episode in store for y'all. And so I was doing some thinking because I've talked about a lot of stuff. This is episode 63. I've had 63 conversations with y'all. And so I wanted to figure out what can I talk about now? Not that I'm running out of stuff, but I wanted to kind of, you know, give some really solid advice in this particular episode. So we're going to go ahead for those of you who are new. When I talk about a conversation point, when I bring up a discussion, I call that my mindful money moment. So for today's mindful money moment, we're going to talk about three ways that you can ease spending anxiety. Yes, spending anxiety, just because I know that it's a real thing, but I'm talking about something in particular when it comes to our spending. I'm not talking about us buying the things that we need. We all know what our necessities are. We all know what our bills and the things that we owe, our debts, okay? Not talking about spending on those because those are things we have to pay for. I have to pay said rent, mortgage, my electricity bill, uh, for childcare, whatever it is. Those are things you have to pay. So there's not too much. There can be, let me back that up. There can be spending anxiety there, but I'm talking about the things outside of our necessities today. I'm talking about the fun that we want to have in our lives. You know what creating fun looks like in your life, your hobbies, the things that you just love to do or the things that you want to purchase that are outside of the things that you absolutely need. And so I want to talk about those things that you don't particularly want people judging you on for buying. Okay. Also the entertainment that you would like to have in your life. Those are things that we like for ourselves, no matter who it is, what it is, there are certain things that we particularly like and we don't want to be judged for when we're spending money on that. And so those are the things that I want to talk about us not having spending anxiety on. 
Okay. And so before I talk about this spending anxiety side of this, I want to talk about the people who save money for things of course, like fun. Okay. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. It was weird because I was thinking about my words. You ever do that? You're thinking about your words and it's like, what you going to say next? Right. Okay. So there are, to me, there are five types of people in the world who save. Right. And so I want to talk about those particular people first before I go into the spending anxiety, because they both work hand in hand, because think about it like this. We have the things that we have to do. I said that earlier, the things we have to pay for anything outside of the things that we pay for that our necessities, our bills or our debts, we for the most part, may have to save up. And when you're saving up money, you're using disposable income. You're using money that's left over after you've paid for the things that you need. So that's the reason why I'm saying that these people are savers because the vacations, the entertainment, the hobbies, whatever it is that you're purchasing, those are all things that you purchase after you pay for the things that you need. That's the reason why I'm saying there are five type of savers And that's why I'm going into that first before I talk about how you ease that spending anxiety. And so the first type of saver that I want to talk about is the saving hoarder. Okay. I am said saving hoarder. Okay. And saving hoarders to me are people who save money. They want to keep it preserved, not spend it. They just want to look at it in the bank. They're going to use it. They talk about what they're going to use it for, but they are hoarders, okay? And we know what hoarders are. They just keep stuff. And these are the people who keep money because they are hoarding it in their savings account. Now, there may be many psychological reasons as to why they're hoarding the money. I'm going to give you an example of myself, okay? I have been on hiatus, as y'all have seen. I haven't did an episode in a while. I was in Chicago. Then I was also in Atlanta, Now, I'm a saver, okay? Of course, got the savings challenge, things like that, okay? I haven't been a saver all of my life. So when I became a saver, because this wasn't something that I grew up doing, I like to see that I'm accomplishing a goal of saving. But when it comes down to me spending the money, although I have it, it feels like I'm not gonna have any money left. Like I'm, for some reason, not gonna get no more money. It's the craziest thing, but I'm just giving you what my truth is, okay? Because I know that this is, one that I relate to. Okay. So spending hoarders, those are those people, they saving the money, they got it to spend, but they don't want to see it leave their accounts. All right. While I was in Atlanta, I wanted to have the best time, but you should have seen me spending money was like, Oh my God, I got to swipe my card to pay for this or pay for that. Like I found a new bottle, me and my cousin, me and my baby cousin, Milia. Okay. Baby cousin. Okay. She is literally y'all two and a half years younger than me, but I still call her my baby cousin just because I'm that type of person. Okay. And so we found this bottle of rosé that is bomb. I can't pronounce it for you, but the bottle was $75. And initially I was kind of tight with the money. Not that I didn't have it, but I was like, Oh my God, I ain't never spent $75 on no rosé. But baby, when you have this rosé, you will see the reason why it's $75. But my cousin introduced me to this particular brand of rosé and it was bomb. It's so good. But because I've never spent that much money on rosé before, I was a little tight with it when it came to the pocket, when it came down to pay, and I had to realize you've saved the money, you want to enjoy the money that you've saved. So I made that decision. But had I not made that decision to purchase it, I wouldn't have 
seen the greatness of this rosé and understood, you know what? I can spend this money on this particular thing. We were celebrating. We were having a good time. Why not do that? Okay. And it wasn't like I was just purchasing the bottle all by myself. But for me, because I had never spent it before on said item, I was a little tight with it. And I had to realize you can't do that. You've saved up money. You're good. Your bills are paid. Because remember, I'm talking about spending outside of your necessities, outside of your debts and things like that. And so I had to realize that. So there are saving hoarders. All right. Next, you have savings remorsers. Okay. Savings remorsers. I know I've made that word up. Don't go look it up. It's not a thing. Your girl made it up. Okay. And these to me are people who save for one goal, then they spend money on something else. Okay. I know y'all have done that before. You have that remorse around, I'm saving it up for whatever it is that you're saving it for, but then you use the money on something else and then you feel bad at the end of the day. Okay. So I'm just letting you know the different type of savers. All right. The next type of saver is the saving shamers. The people who shame themselves after they purchase something that they don't quote unquote feel is spend worthy. Okay. They feel like, uh, uh, I saved this money. It should go towards say an emergency. It should go towards something that's more grand versus whatever it is that they decided to spend it on. I can use this in the example I just gave y'all with this rosé that I, that I, uh, purchased. I didn't think that I felt like almost that could be a waste of money. There are cheaper rosés. Why am I spending $75 on this one when there are cheaper ones? Okay. That's shaming yourself. All right. Then you have your savings executors. These are the people who save up. They got goal after goal. They save up for whatever it is they saving up for. They execute it. They continue to work in that way. I'm saving up for XYZ trip to Hawaii. Um entertainment over here, whatever it is that you're saving for. They save, they spend. They don't feel any remorse. They're not shaming themselves. They're not hoarding that money. They do what it is that they said that they were going to do. Save it, spend it. That's how it works. Okay. Then you have what I call your visual savers. These are the people who don't actually save money in a savings account. What they do is they visualize, they check and say, all right, I got this coming up. The next two checks, I'm putting this towards whatever it is that they want to purchase. Okay. They're visual savers. They haven't got to the point of where they're actually putting money in a savings account, putting it away for a particular thing. They are visualizing their checks and saying this check, those two checks, these five checks, whatever it is. And they're saying what they're going to do with that. That's visual savers to me. I know these some cool words. I know I made them up. Okay. And so it's important for me to tell you about those savers first before I talk about how you can ease spending anxiety. Because in my experience, I'm assuming that whenever we are making purchases of something, we've had to save for that in some type of way. That's why I gave you the savers first. Now I'm going to talk about three ways that you can ease spending anxiety. Okay. So the first way that you can ease spending anxiety around purchasing the things that you want in your life. All right. Planning out that purchase. All right. When you plan out a purchase, that means that you have sat down, you have made a conscious decision. I need to purchase X, Y, Z. So I'm going to give y'all an example in my own life. 
There's a page on Instagram called Spiritually Paid, I think is what it's called. And they got these manifestation candles, right? These candles are bomb. They got crystals in them. If you know me, I'm a crystal sage manifestation type of person, okay? So these candles got me, all right? They're not even super expensive. It's just because I'm a savings hoarder and because I can have a lot of shame around the purchases that I make with the money that I've saved. I sit here looking at it like, dang, do I really need that? Right. But I'm a manifestation person. Why am I holding this back from myself? I have the money. Why don't I spend it on that? I have it to where I can purchase it and it'll be fine. Right. Because it's not a whole bunch of money. It's three candles. I want, I think it's like a hundred and some dollars. Right. And it's a good deal because you get crystals and everything It's worth it. Okay, and so I'm giving you that example just to say plan that purchase. So I've been sitting on this for I want to say it's, it's about a week now because that goes into the next way that you can ease your spending anxiety is to wait 72 hours before you purchase it. So after you've planned it, wait the 72 hours. I've had to give myself an extra 72 hours and I've come to the decision. I'm about to buy it. Okay, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm cool with it. I'm about to buy it, but let it simmer. Let it sit there, put it on a piece of paper and then come back to it and make sure that that's what you want to purchase it on. Because remember, we're talking about the things that you're purchasing that are outside of the things that you need outside of your bills, outside of your debts. Okay, we're talking about how you can ease spending anxiety around the things that you want to purchase. Okay, whatever those wants may be. So the first way planning the purchase, the second way is to wait 72 hours before actually making said purchase. So for those of y'all that got your cards logged in to say the Targets, the Amazons or whatever other stores it is, don't push buy yet. Okay, don't push buy yet. You got to wait. 72 hours. And then the last way that you can ease that spending anxiety is settling your head why it is that you're making this purchase. What is this purchase going to do for you? Okay. How is this purchase going to make you feel so you can settle that and not have remorse or shame yourself after the fact for making said purchase? Okay. Now I'm gonna give y'all another life example. Okay. When we went to Atlanta, I told my cousin, I said, yo, I can't live here because me living here in California up in little old Sacramento, I don't feel the need to stunt on nobody. Okay. I know I'm doing well in life. I don't feel the need to stunt anytime. Okay. In Atlanta, everybody got on designer this, they driving brand name car that it feels like the place that you just supposed to be stunting on everybody. Okay. And so we went to Lenox mall and Lenox mall has all of these high end stores and my cousin was like, cuz I think you need this Louis Vuitton uh, never full bag. And I was like, Louis Vuitton never full bag. I mean, I ain't never even looked at Louis Vuitton as an option unless somebody want to buy it for me. Okay, please. Okay, I'll, I'll set up a P.O. box just in case anybody listening decide you deserve that. Okay, I'll gladly take it. Okay. So <laughs> I ain't independent when it comes to stuff like that. You want to buy me something bad. Okay. So, um, cuz introduced me to this purse. We go to the Louis Vuitton store. I see said purse. I see the cost of the purse and I'm like, I ain't never even thought about this purse. Should I spend this money on this purse? It's something, it was a conversation that I had to have in my mind. And so I waited the 72 hours in my head because I was like, all right, I got some money saved up. Can I get this purse? Is it worth it? You know, what will it do for me? Just the same things that I just told y'all, okay? And for me, at this particular moment, 
your girl gonna pass on it. Okay, I'm passing on it. It's not something that I absolutely need. I don't think it's going to make me feel any type of way. The place that I'm at in life, if someone was to purchase it for me, bet your girl rocking it, okay, all around the city. And I'm going to tell everybody that whoever bought it. But for me to purchase it, it won't do me any good because of the last reason. When I settle in my head, if this is a purchase I want to make, it doesn't make sense in my head. Okay, it doesn't make sense. And this is what I'm telling y'all when you are purchasing the things that you want in life, you want to make sure that you are concrete on that decision you're making. Going through those three steps that I just told you about, those will help you with settling that in your mind. So that way, later on, you're not feeling any remorse or shaming yourself for any of the purchases that you want to do. You won't feel the need to hoard money or any of those things if you're going through those three steps. Okay? So... That's it, y'all. Okay. I come in with the information. I give you what you need. Boom. Let you go about your way. Don't forget to continue to listen. Thank you so much for everyone who is listening right now. Share this episode with anybody that you feel needs it. Share it with the people that you think don't need it. Okay. I want this to go far and wide. Okay. I'm trying to build us up. Yes, I did take a few weeks off, but I'm always back. Okay. That's the one thing y'all can know about me. I'm going to always be back. All right. And so, don't forget to check me out on Instagram. I'm at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. Um, I'm trying to think, is there something else? I want y'all to listen, subscribe, make sure you subscribe, write a review. If you love this episode, write a review. And if you haven't listened to past episodes, go ahead and listen. Okay. Lots of good gems. I'll just be dropping gems all the time. Okay. I do this for y'all. I love talking about money, financial topics as a whole. This is what I do in my big girl job. And it's something that I absolutely love, love, love to do. I feel like the Lord has charged me with doing this on earth. And so it's not me, you know, I'm just making sure that I'm doing every single thing that I need to do to help the people because it's been put in my heart. And so finances is one of those areas where I'm good at. So I want to make sure that I'm helping y'all. And so now I'm rambling. Y'all make sure y'all take, take, take some time out to listen to previous episodes. And until next time, y'all, when I hit y'all with another one.